bring it. You know, I often wonder uh, the Thursday before a full week. You know, July Fourth. I often 4th, wonder. July Fourth is next week, and yeah. so most places, most businesses are closing like Thursday and Friday because mm-hmm. you know the fourth is a week from today. Yeah, mm-hmm. make a whole but, big weekend weekend of it. Um, but do you get the feeling that there's sort of like a mental checkout that starts like right now for some people? Totally. You know what I mean? It's because you're going to. <laughs> a lot of people take that whole week of July Fourth for vacation. You can feel and, it in the air. Right, and Man. I mean, and that's what we're going to be taking the week. I'm not mentally uh-huh. checked out yet, but what we See are, ya. we are taking next week's vacation. There's uh, like a, oh my god, I need a break. As, and, yeah. as the week goes on, there's fewer cars in the parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I also feel that July 4th is the middle of summer to me. It splits my summer. So there's before where it feels like you've got all the time in the world, and yeah. then there's July 4th, and you're like, oh. After the fourth, you got to start thinking about back to school stuff, and yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, football. You start seeing the football season's coming. It's different for everybody. I have friends, teachers, who, um, you know, it's such a um, an emotional ride for them. Summer. Because they get summer, you know, well, some of them get summertime off, out of the classroom anyway. But once Fourth of July passes, my friend Lisa says it starts to be this. I guess maybe not anxiety, but anticipation of you got to get your classroom ready. Yeah. You got to look over your plans, and it's time. So it's a it's a roller coaster for mm-hmm. them in ways that we can't understand if we're not teachers. Um, and let's not forget uh, before we get to the fourth, uh, there's something big on the third. Aww. Oh, that's right, Jody's birthday. What, what do you? Are there plans yet? Anything in the works? I don't have anything planned. Do you? Murph. Well, I mean, you and the girls. Yeah, I mean, I, would I say if we do? No, he wouldn't. That's good. See, well, this is the problem. I can't even if I say yes or no or whatever. Jody figures we shouldn't talk out. about it. I yeah, would yeah. love to be surprised with something, even small, even well, little. You know that. Let's. We're going to go do this today for your birthday. Great. Yeah. Because I am hard to surprise. Do you have anything special you want to do? Because y'all are doing different things on staycations. Next yeah, different week. different days. Do you have like on my birthday? I want to do. I haven't well, thought of that. Actually, remember you made the request you said let, let uh, we told you your birthday can be your day to do whatever you want That's oh a, it, i missed that <laughs> i didn't hear that it was a family meeting how did you miss that? nobody was listening to anybody in that yeah, meeting i, I mean well, that, i was too busy being frustrated that's true i mean I, oh, it was, everybody had a tough time maintaining focus <laughs> well then yes. i have plans to make <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um really big day here we are going to be later on this morning mm. um around 7 30 visiting with our dear friend and cookbook legend holly clegg who is in the fight of her life right now but she is also creating a new cancer research fund so we are just going to visit with holly later on today coming up sam has music news i'd like to know who the big pop artist is who almost beat out rachel mcadams for the notebook shut up Mm -hmm. sam's got music news okay guess who the big pop star is that almost replaced uh, rachel mcadams in the notebook I don't even want to imagine because I thought she was perfect. She was awesome. She was at war with herself. Crazy girl. A lot of Hollywood stars, uh, actresses tried out for it. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, Jessica Biel, Ashley Judd. Reese Witherspoon almost did that? Yeah. Stop it. But but she's not the big musical artist. (laughs) Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Oh, really? I'm sorry. That That would not have worked for me. I don't think so. Why did you write? Why didn't you write to me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ryan Gosling said, yeah, he didn't he didn't even know about it until after the fact that the movie had been cast, that she was one of the folks that was up for it. 
<laughs> and he even said it would have gone in a completely different direction. Of course, it would have. But you know, and, and it's not that she would have done a bad job with that at all. This not mean, her. She was she was really at the height of her music career That's at that point. Not her bag. She yeah. she's doing her bag and her jam and what she should be doing in Vegas and yeah. on Instagram. Besides, she had crossroads to shoot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Great story. Jonas Brothers have launched their own vinyl subscription service. Now, here's the catch. It's not like it's a sub- subscription service where you're going to get all kinds of, you know, album of the month. It's, <laughs> you're only getting the Jonas Brothers. So? 400 bucks. Oh. You get eight albums, ten singles, a Joe Bros turntable slip mat, and different posters and stuff. So that's for a fanatic. What's a Jonas Brothers fan fanatic called? Do we even know? We'll find out. Jonites. And that's the basic package. There's one that's more expensive and you get a few extra colored but, okay. discs. I guess I don't understand. How is that a subscription? Do they not send it all at once to you? Probably. Or? Yeah, they you, probably... Get in, you get it in four shipments over nice. a number of different months. Something okay. to look forward to. It's important in life. Isn't yeah. Crazy? It's crazy that vinyl is making that kind of comeback. I like it. It's yeah. cool. Uh, and uh, you know that movie uh, yesterday is coming out, the Beatles-ish movie. Ed Sheeran has a role in it. Let me just give you this advice. Song title. Hey, dude. Hey, dude, are you sure? Hey, dude. That's so much better. We've seen that in the theater a couple of times. That trailer, yeah. Apparently, Ed was not the first choice of director Danny Boyle to play the musical inspiration in this. Right. It was supposed to be Chris Martin from Coldplay. Chris say, no, I don't want to be involved in that. Chris said his schedule didn't allow him to. He was too busy. Sure. They got Ed Sheeran. I think they actually did better because right now, Ed is just humongous. Also, Ed, you can believe him. I mean, he's got catch-up ads right now. You can believe him poking <laughs> yeah. fun at stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, guys, let's go to the tallest glass floor observation deck in the world and stand on a glass floor. Could you do it? We'll t- tell you about it next. Murphy, did you see the picture I posted on our Instagram and Facebook yesterday of the glass tower, tallest observation glass floor Tower in Seoul, Korea. Those are Crystal's toes in that picture. My cousins, Candace and Crystal, and their families are in Seoul, Korea right now. Mm -hmm. Um, They are half Korean. They were raised here. You know, they're American girls, but their mom, my aunt Hoja, was from Seoul, Korea. And um, they went to to Seoul when they were little girls, little babies. Um, And they don't remember it, obviously. And then their mom passed away oh, 15 years ago, something like that. And someone in the family, Hoja's sister, reached out and said, we would love to see you. And so they went to Seoul, Korea. And one of the things Actually, can I tell did- the, Can I tell you that, I mean, before I know this, this is about the observation oh, deck, but the crazy. sweetest part of that story to me, <laughs> honestly, is that over all these years, there apparently was some family money that belonged to them. Oh. And so they were given that money, and what they decided to do with that money was spend it on the trip to be able to go oh, see nice. that that family, if they, I mean, they don't get a chance to go overseas, and they probably wouldn't have seen Hoja's sister mm-hmm. but if they Her hadn't done that. I'm like, wow, that's that. what a, yeah. just a cool story. Actually, another part of this story that's cool is when Crystal got that phone call. I mean, she's just, you know, on her lunch break one day, and she gets a call from you know another part of the world and she answers it and and it crystal 
and it, Deidre sounds just like her mother. It was almost like her mother calling kind her for a second. Freak, it just made her, her heart stop. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so one of the pictures, like I can't wait to hear about their trip. They stayed at Airbnbs. Oh, wow. Uh, eat, ate a ton of great, true, traditional Korean food. Like, you know they're going to be on fire about the food when they come back, because they're foodies. Real soul food? Real soul food. S-O-S-E-O-U-L. Yeah. Um, they went to <laughs> the Seoul Sky Tower, and she posted pictures. It is the tallest glass floor observation deck in the world, Murphy. See, and th- I don't think you could have stood on it. How, well, no. I know. I, I want to do the one in Chicago. I thought that that was one of the tallest in the world, too, on the old Sears Tower or whatever they it's, call that yeah, now. Yeah, it's one of the tallest. Yeah. but This, this building is 120 well, floors, I believe. Because, I mean, to me, when we went, Jody and I went to the top of the Empire State Building, we, we did the top, top part, yeah. which is all inside. And that was a little bit was weird, weird, getting close to the you know glass on that. It was but, I wasn't, tight. but I wasn't afraid when i was up well, there what's funny is you have a height thing and i, I saw definitely I, do i tell you what oh that look that height picture, or not i don't want to stand on a glass floor even no, 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 uh, no, no, you know no, 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 no. that's making my palms freak out no. about it right now you're not alone show it to him again yeah. <laughs> coming up next with murphy sam and jody all right summer vacations when you travel you are supposed to tip so let's give you that summer tipping guide housekeeping concierge all that good stuff coming up next And you can get a Murphy, Sam, and Jody fix while you're on vacation, you know, uh, by listening to the podcast every day or catching an episode of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. You guys ready for the summer tipping guide? Maybe you don't think tips when you think summertime, but if you're traveling, if you walk into a hotel, um, you know, if somebody takes your bags for you, bellhop, you're supposed to tip that person. Yeah. Five bucks per bag. Whoa, oh, really? Up, to, Goodness. up to. You can do a couple of bucks. Or you can keep your bags yourself. It depends on the type of hotel, of course, guys. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You're not gonna. You're not gonna give a crinkled, stinky one well, in the nicest hotel, are you? Well, I think they're assuming if you can pop for the nicest hotel in town, you can probably uh, right. support so, the employees. Up to but, five for highly rated. One or two bucks per bag for a regular type hotel. You know the one that them. I was embarrassed for years afterwards because I honestly didn't know that you should consider tipping um, housekeeping. Mm-hmm. And there, you didn't reason know for, that? No, I didn't know that because you do. I. I mean, I do now, Perfect. right? But I mean, I've done that for years, but for years I didn't know that simply because I didn't know. It didn't occur to me. Hmm. When you think about, though, the hard work that that is <sighs> every single day, <sighs> the kinds of messes that they probably have to clean up. You know? oh. I mean, I'm one of those that leaves a hotel room clean when we leave it, yeah. but you know there are people that aren't, so I, you know, I leave it. So for housekeeping, um, it's recommended anywhere from two to two bucks to ten dollars per night, depending on the type of hotel. Two bucks a night for a regular, you know, sort of place up to $10 if it's a suite and it's a nice place. Okay. They have more stuff to clean there. They have a higher standard as well. Do you know on the trip that we just recently went to when we did the Minneapolis overnight um, and I left a couple of dollars on the pillow for the first night that we were there. I leave it for every night that we stay. And uh, there was a thank you note. Sitting oh. on, on the pillow whenever yeah. we got back to the hotel room. You know, oh. Thank you for the tip. Yeah. I have five bucks, but I left it on nice. you know, the last day. Yeah. Okay, okay. So at the end. So I didn't get a thank you note. Sorry, but Sam. Okay. That you know but you of. Know what? But you she appreciated it. Absolutely. Sure. You did. You made a difference. I'm sure that's a nice surprise. And if you're in a strange city and you have to ask questions about where to go here and what to do there, tip your concierge. That's what they're there for. But that's right. the one I didn't know until I, got, I guess I grew up more. It's like, oh, they're going to help you. You need to tip them. Mm-hmm. Here she comes again asking for another restaurant. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> an answer and get a five. <laughs> get the summer tipping guide at murphysamandjody.com and you can jump in anytime, especially if you have experience with this. 877-310-4MSJ. 
Give us a call anytime. We like to chit chat with you. 877-310-4MSJ. What's up, Lynn? Hi, I was calling about the conversation you were having about the uh, tips and housekeeping. Yes. Where do you leave your tip? Well, usually on the pillow, but I actually work in the industry at one point. Yes. And in some places, you're actually told don't take the money if it's sitting anywhere but on the pillow because you don't know if somebody walked off and forgot the money. Okay. Right. About mm-hmm. a coffee machine. So sometimes it depends on placement. So my suggestion would be if you really want to make sure they get it, uh-huh. to leave like you did an envelope or a card or something stating that it is for housekeeping. Housekeeping, yeah. And if a supervisor... If a supervisor happens to be the one to maybe have to clean the room because they were shorthanded, mm-hmm. supervisors are in some places instructed not to take tips. And oh. um, mm. if so, you are yeah. there for a long period of time, mm-hmm. uh, it's not always the same person cleaning the room because right. they rotate new sure. people. So. How hard is that to walk into a hotel room of strangers and clean it? I will tell you what it's it's uh, it's not as easy as everybody thinks it is. It is just cleaning, but Mm-mm. like we had to raise under the uh, dust ruffle of the beds and clean mm-hmm. under the dust and under the beds, mm-hmm. the window sills, office chair. I mean everything that you could almost touch in there. You're supposed to clean, and they give you a certain amount of time to clean it. So sure, there's extra there because people because they just figured oh housekeeping's going to get it right. Yes. That job is really not as easy as people think it is. I sure. don't think it's easy. I've never thought it was easy i don't even like cleaning up up after my own people (laughs) you know but anyway i just wanted to call and kind of clarify some of that and some other places may have different right that was the rules where i worked well thank you i appreciate you so much thanks lynn y'all have a good day you too that's great info i've always left it square on the pillow like that but you know maybe i should keep a little sticky pad or something with me where i can pull off a post-it and Put it on the money and say, hey, this is for you. Post yeah. it on the money. All right, jump in anytime. Thank you, Lynn. 877-310-4675. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Let me tell you why to look for the band, every single member of the band, Aerosmith, on an upcoming episode of American Pickers. And this is not one you've seen before. That's next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, I haven't watched American Pickers on the History Channel in forever, but I might have to check it out again soon. Okay, so I don't know if you remember, like last year, um, American Pickers found the old Aerosmith van. They thought yeah, it was. They brought one the of the original touring van and from the seventies. It was in the woods, and it was like owned by one of the former roadies or something. Right, right. It just ended up there. American Pickers found it. Well, there's a follow up episode that's going to air in a couple of weeks where. They have American Pickers have restored it completely uh-huh. and they bring it and they're driving it on the strip in Las Vegas <laughs> when Aerosmith is there doing their residency. Aerosmith's waiting for us, baby. All right, come on, let's get this tarp off. Okay. Yeah, baby. There it is. We think. I have my some of my fondest memories in this van. Yeah. So American Pickers, that's the July 8th episode, of course, on the History Channel. Um that's one of those shows that I can get lost in for hours. You can just watch it any time. You don't yeah. have to be up to date. You're not going to miss anything. Each show stands alone, and yeah. it's kind of different and fun. So this is one to look out for, because every single member of Aerosmith is in this episode. See how many big, of them actually remember it? With that big reveal. Oh, and you're going to get the stories. Oh. You're uh, going to get stories. I remember it. Look for that July 8th. Okay, this is a fun, uh, crazy thing that happened to Pink the other day. So she's on tour right now, and she was doing her, her show in Liverpool. Yeah. And she comes out and starts with this song, Get the Party Started. 
And there was a super fan there who was super pregnant. Denise Jones is her name. And as soon as Pink is doing this first song, she goes into labor. Oh! Okay, there are, you know, first aid responders in the stadium. They rush to her side. They bring her to the back room. And apparently, it took less than five minutes she had a baby girl right there while the concert is going on. Oh, here we go. And the, the name? The name is Dolly Pink. <laughs> Dolly Pink because she was born at a pink yeah. concert. <laughs> Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning, around 7.55, how Taylor Swift is getting involved in Amazon Prime Day. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. And if you're part of the Mentally Checked Out Club, as we mentioned earlier, uh, if you miss anything because vacations are coming up or whatever, or maybe you're taking off all of next week, uh, you can always catch anything you miss here on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Full show goes up every day. And then we have even more fun. We do something special just for the podcast called Murphy, Sam & Jody after the show. So Murphy, did you happen to see any worms at the house last night? Well, you know, it's did funny. You? I didn't want to say anything, but this morning before I left, Ugh. I could have sworn out of the corner of my eye, yeah. I saw what I thought was a caterpillar walking across the carpet in our bedroom, and then oh. when, I got, when I got closer, right. uh, it's a superworm. It's a superworm. I'm like, how did a superworm get it? The, 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 because our bearded dragons, the girls, you know, Taylor and Phoebe, our daughters have bearded dragons, and that's what they eat. Superworms. Why was that in our bedroom? But it's I, one of their foods. So you knew about this. I, oh I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to say anything either because I thought you'd be mad at me. You knew about it and just let it go. I thought you'd be mad at me. Okay, so I get home yesterday afternoon, so this is before. Wait, wait, you, when you say you thought I'd be mad at you, that means this is something you did? Or, well, maybe it's not something I did, or just mad in general. Because I, I just know, I assumed that when are. the girls were feeding them, maybe one got loose. Oh no no no! no. So um, my friend Jody and I buy superworms together. She has one beardy, we have two, and so we order them, and she gets a big box of creepy crawly superworms, and I get half of them. Yeah. So while we were gone last week traveling, Jody dropped them off and dropped them off to the kids. Bye. Here's your worm. See you later. And so the girls just put the box in Taylor's room, and uh-oh, the box is open. Oh. So eventually, worms crawl out. So what? I walked home. I got When I got home yesterday, without you, before you alone, there's a worm coming down the hall at me. And I go into our room, and there's a worm. And it's like, these are not just regular. These are super worms. They're gut-fed. I know them. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? So I pick them up and throw them into the terrariums. Like, lunchtime, here's a snack, kids. <laughs> And well, I they think, didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm free! Yeah. I think Uh-oh. we found. Whoa. I thought I had found them all, and then I told Phoebe. I said, "I'm seeing worms getting out, so I need you to make sure they're because they need to be in the containers with the lids. We have worm containers with the lids, but because I'm ordering them differently, yeah. Anyway, I thought I had them all contained. So this was going to be me telling well, you, hey, we had a problem, but it's solved. So are there still more loose in the house? Possibly. Well, I mean, yeah, I, they, I guess that's it, because they were, that means that box was open for three days before you and I realized. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I just turn the bearded dragons loose. Let them find them. <laughs> right. Yeah, no kidding. We'll do a little hunting. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, let's take you to uh, the airport and the airlines. You, yeah. The future of us communicating with the airlines about our flights is about to change. You're going to have more direct access to talk about your flights. Tell you about it next. Been talking about summer travel a lot because it's that time, okay? And it um, is. summer tipping guide there for you now at murphysamandjody.com. Go check it out. Um, Delta has launched something, Delta Airlines has launched something new. Um, and it's being tested right now because they know, hey, sometimes you need to call about a lost bag uh-huh. or a flight that you need to change uh-huh. or 
all that kind of stuff. When you need to contact the airlines, how do you do it, Murphy? I mean, right now, I either walk up to the you know the desk or I call them. You mean call? Yeah, I mean, if 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 I'm at the airport and something happens, obviously I'm gonna walk to customer. Obviously, service. but if you're not at the airport, if you booked something and you need to call about it, yeah, yeah. calling's probably the way. You, yeah. Calling is the number one way that customers get in touch with currently Delta Airlines, and the second way they um do is like email. And so Delta's like, you know what? We need to communicate with our customers, our passengers. The way that they communicate the most. So they've launched this new, um, with Apple, instant messaging thing. You can, um, if you have an iPhone, which you do, Sam, yeah. you can text them questions. And apparently... You have to have an iPhone, though? Yeah, for now. They're going to test it with you know, that. here's the thing, though. How do you know a person's on the other end and it's not the bot? Well, if you get Even the answer, does it matter? No, it doesn't. If, I mean, if, if it can help you locate you a bag, robot, who, who cares if it's a real person okay, If not? I get the answer I'm looking for, yeah. Yeah. If I get yeah. the, hang on, let me check into that. Mm-hmm. But you know, most of the airlines now, I mean, United does it, Delta does it. Um, those are the two that I've been on most frequently where the app will tell you where your bag is when. I know. Just Murphy's the all about it's, the airline it's, it's, app. It's, it's when not, we're on the I way mean, to the airport, like, you have the app, you have the app. It's taken the wonder out of everything. It's the greatest time saver ever. <laughs> you don't have to walk up and where look at- Where are my suitcases? Right, exactly. And you know, I mean, I don't have to walk out necessarily and look at the screen when I you know, get out of the jet bridge. I can- Yes. Right? They know that most people currently want to communicate on their phones via text. So that's the way it's going. Not just with them, but probably every other airline. <laughs> you know what? Now that I'm watching Mad Men and Murphy if he throws that line oh, out, man. it takes the wonder out of air travel. <laughs> like, wow, You're that's a Don Draper. Would have loved that one. <laughs> Today we get to visit with our very dear friend and legendary cookbook author, Holly Clegg, yeah. about this whole cancer journey that you've been on. Hey, Holly. Hello. Good hey. morning, Miss Trim and Terrific. <laughs> Good morning. And unfortunately, I'm way too trim and terrific right now. Uh. I mean, my weight is... In the, in the hospital, they were giving me uh, bags of fat, lipids, and oh my God. one of one of the doctors said, "You need to take a picture of this for your next cookbook." <laughs> Who gets bags of fat? But I <laughs> I just want to thank y'all. Just um, this is so meaningful. I can't think of anybody I'd rather do an interview with, and I have energy this morning, and you know, and nothing. You know, it makes me happy to work. I mean, that's yeah. all I know. You know, is, yep. but being able to do this, you know, yep. another time is means a lot. You know, there was someone at MD Anderson with supportive care that was moving me to palliative care, and she came in and saw me, and she said, what are you doing here? She said, get out of this hospital and mm-hmm. get out, like, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And um, in retrospect, people get good news, and I see their good news. We really didn't have it. We were just clutching to keep going, and I think in life that's what you do. Our, my goal was that, and went back for treatment to start treatment again, and the second chemo just tore me up. I mean, I lost like 10 pounds in a week. And really, uh, we were out of there Saturday. My doctor actually came in. It was such a tribute to me that I've had so much fortune in getting to see this. All the fellows that were with me since August came in one by one to tell me goodbye and hug me. So I took my, uh, you know, my daughters were with me and my six and a half year old grandson from Dallas, who's, you know, I'm pretty attached to and what were we doing? We were making memories. We laughed. We cried on the plane. We do a lot of laughing and a lot of crying. Yeah. But at some point, you know, I realized there's a quality of life. And I, to be beat up again and not live wasn't my choice anymore. I'm thankful this girl walked into my room and said, people wait too late to go into hospice. And mm. 
there's studies that say, which I didn't know this, that people in hospice actually live longer. Um, so I didn't know that. And I'll share with you. They said, my doctor, I said, how long, which nobody knows, but he okay. said probably weeks to months. Mm. So, um, but that's, that's okay. It. You know, I'm creating more memories, doing this show, sharing it with everybody. Everybody out there, I can't even thank enough for all the messages. I see them all, the Facebook messages, the social media, my blog, everything, because who gets to see that I've inspired people and made a change in someone's life mm-hmm. now, and I'm getting to enjoy that. Holly, stick around with us. Let's talk a little bit more about how you plan to keep that legacy alive. We will do that next. We are visiting with our friend and the cookbook legend, awesome lady, Holly Clegg. Thank you for doing this with us, Holly. Oh, it's my pleasure to share my story and spend time with y'all another time, which has always been important throughout my whole career. You know, so to bring anybody up, anyone up to speed that doesn't know, um, less than a week ago, you were told, yeah. okay, there's nothing more you can do in this fight. Why don't you go home and be with your family? And you chose to do that. Right. I did, and it was the best decision I've ever made. I said, anybody that knows me knows that I talk about my kids and how incredible and amazing they are, that they're all successful, but they're nice people. And they all married, all three of them married great spouses, so it gives me a lot of comfort to know they're with the person that'll take care of them. Mm -hmm. So they're by my side, my husband, um, who keeps saying I don't mention him, but I said, Mike, you're with me all the time. You're implied. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so I definitely want, but I said, we'll be married 40 years, September 1st. And that's one of my oh. goals uh, to celebrate that day for 40 years. And oh my goodness. I mean, it, in the middle of the night last night, I woke up at four. I always wake up and need a little more morphine to get me through the night. Uh. He woke up and don't move. I'll get it for you. And we talked and held hands till five in the morning. And wow. when, I was told to keep, this is the time to keep living, not to start dying. So that resonated with me and my career. My goal now wasn't to sell my cookbooks. My goal now, I I have to have a platform, but my goal to me is, I mean, gastric cancer is so rare. As I said, I had zero risk factors. Mm -hmm. When you have breast cancer, they know exactly which chemo to give you everything because there's been so much research. Gastric cancer is underfunded and under-researched, and I couldn't think of any better thing to do for my family. We started a fund for gastric cancer with MD Anderson. I wanted it to go straight to MD Anderson to the research. Mm -hmm. I was in a clinical trial, and even though I didn't come out the way we had hoped, they learned from this what they should do and shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. So my hope is that all you out there, I started wanting it to be a grassroots campaign, You don't have to donate a lot of money. Donate what you were going to spend on lunch today. I said, if Bernie Sanders could do this, I could do this. We all just donate what we're going to spend on lunch or dinner or whatever. All that adds up and makes a difference. And hopefully my legacy will help other people coming up. Thank you, Holly. Um, Get a link to that Holly's Research Fund right now at murphysamandjody.com. A little bit more with Holly Mm -hmm. um, from home coming up next. 
After many months of fighting cancer in the hospital, our dear friend and cookbook author, Holly Clegg, uh, you decided to mm-hmm. go home, be with your family, since they said there's nothing more they can do for you. Uh, Holly, um, and if this is not too personal, are you at peace now? I, I'm so fulfilled and overwhelmed. You know, my mission of my life was to make a difference in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And who gets to see this all with the pouring out on Facebook and Instagram? You know, um, last night, it was so invaluable. I didn't want to go to Europe. I didn't want to fly here to do that. I had all my kids in my bedroom. They were on the floor. We were all talking, laughing at the bachelorette. That's how mindless, you know. Because you have to laugh at it. If you're going to watch it. But they were all on the floor around me. And so I feel I'm fortunate that I had this time. And also my passion for my career. I mean, this career, I've been on every major national TV show, work with Walmart, QVC. I love doing that. I've been on the Murphy, Sam and Jody show more times than I can even care. More times than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. And I will tell you this, talking about your legacy and how you live on, you live on in your influence. You do. Jody, do you mind sharing the... I, I was so touched. Jody shared four things that I influenced her. Do you mind sharing those? Do you I remember? don't mind at all. Number one, um, you gave me more confidence in the kitchen. The more I got to know you, the more I realized, oh, you can really do this. Like the whole Ratatouille movie, if anyone can cook, that's Holly. That's you. Anyone can cook. Here are the recipes. Here's how to do it. And if you have to improvise, improvise. Number two, and I shared all this on social because it. once I finally found the words to sort of express what you mean to me, <clears throat> that's what I put. Number two, you always looked when you came in here, and it's a radio show. Before there were cameras in here, you always looked like a million bucks because you were representing yourself and your brand and I thought oh my gosh look at how she does this mm-hmm. she's self-made and that's a detail that she does not miss yeah and you always brought food Holly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Holly you taught me that better at that I always brought food yeah. because I was scared y'all wouldn't invite me back <laughs> <laughs> the other two are more quick I guess the other one being that if you're doing your own thing like we were Murphy, Sam and Jody it's our own thing you're doing your own thing nobody's going to ever really represent you better than you you showed us that too I remember you saying those words mm-hmm. like when you had somebody people working with you it's still your thing Holly and you are your brand y'all are right. your brand you have to be hands on if it's, if it's your own thing absolutely and finally the fourth thing you taught me maybe mostly recently is the positivity like being grateful no matter what comes your way is, is the way to be for sure. Well, I love you. I love you three dearly. And you've been such a major part of my life. So, thank you. We're, we're grateful to be able to speak with you. Yeah, now I probably have to go take a nap, but I did. Okay. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Actress Emma Stone, who won an, an Academy Award for her role in La La Land. It's strange that we keep running into each other. Maybe it means something. I doubt it. Maybe I'm not good enough. She's yes. pretty multi-talented. She yeah. can do it all. In fact, very she's, good comic actress too. She's very uh, re- most recently been filming the lead role in Cruella, the Disney prequel mm-hmm. to 101 Dalmatians, and right. so she. You can imagine her as a good young Cruella, could you not? <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, she did something, though, accidentally that will impact the filming of that. She's recovering from a broken shoulder, which she got at the Spice Girls <laughs> reunion tour concert. This is at London's Wembley Stadium the other night. She gets up on a friend's shoulders for a better view because, man, she's a Spice Girls fan. Yeah, she's been a b- backstage on a couple of their shows. She is 
she was overly excited and was, you know, she got carried away and she fell to the ground. Oh. And when she fell, she thought she was just bruised, but apparently they've discovered it's an actu- it's actually a broken shoulder. Mm. So she's supposed to like have it in a sling and not move it around very much for two months. Mm. Not that she's been seen doing that. She's broken spice, huh? <laughs> so Emma Stone, that's what she's recovering from. She knows how to have a good time, is what yeah. it sounds like. Okay, moving on. Taylor Swift. Some news here. She's set to perform at the first ever Prime Day concert. Did you hear about this? I didn't know they were having a concert. They just announced it. You know, Prime Day this year coming up. They've added, it's going to be two days. Yeah, two July days. 15th and 16th. Right. And so they're going to also offer members a special concert available to stream on their Prime Video service and then on demand for a limited time. The lead here is Taylor Swift. Wow. And then Dua Lipa is going to be a part of it. SZA. It's going to be hosted by Jane Lynch. Huh. There's all kinds of, oh, wait, they're so, making it a day, not just of shopping, but of entertainment. So like the Amazon Prime that I watch for all the cool shows? It's going to be there. <sighs> okay. Just for you. Oh, awesome. Thanks, Taylor. <laughs> just for you. Coming up, another Hollywood Outsider for you around 8.30. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, I got to bring up something to everybody what, who listens. Jody? Um <laughs> You started watching Mad Men at the begging request of me and Murphy for years. Yeah. And um, you're in, still in season one. You're watching about, what, one episode a day? Uh, episode, episode and a half. Yeah, well, congratulations. I'm up to episode eight now. Congratulations on getting to know yeah. Don Draper and everybody else in that office. He's an interesting character. Um, I want you to know, though, kind of first thing in the morning early... You know, when we first get here, we're still groggy and getting our coffee and looking around, uh, you know, online and stuff. Sam, you'll throw out aimlessly. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing today? Planning the show. (laughs) Um, You'll throw out a hey, or I'll ask, hey, so what, you know, where are you now? What happened last night? Every single time, Sam, that you have talked about this, maybe you should put this on your dating profile. Ladies know this. Sam is super sensitive to women's issues. Because you mentioned every single time he's talked to me about this, Bailey, it's before you get here, he's like, yeah. these dudes were so ridiculously insensitive to these women. Yeah. I'm like, I know. Yeah, That's a huge well, part of the show. It is. Yeah. It's just every time you think, okay, I got it, I'm getting desensitized, they go a step further. And it's like, like, did men really treat or exactly. think of women this way in the workplace back then? And I will say, I believe so. That's in many ridiculous. cases, depending on the man. Uh, depending on the man. I don't, yeah, I don't know that every guy was like that, but no. that was definitely the reason that we don't, and it's a good thing you don't get desensitized to it, is that was, what, two, three generations ago? Surely. So, I mean, it's a different time and place, and because we didn't live that. When, and I think, Sam, you were raised the same way that I was, too. I mean, you respect women, but there's not a... It wasn't like... Back then, it seemed like the whole, what's the phrase? Women had their place, which is, yeah. it's yes. hard to fathom that that was even a statement, but you, do know? you know? And I'm younger than you guys, but you, <laughs> but do you guys, <laughs> you guys realize I did have an experience with a man in my life like that. One of my, just an older family member yeah, um, who's no longer with us. But when I was a little girl, you know, I would try to have a relationship with him and he, he pushed me away because I was just a girl. And he, one time when I was a teenager and I was, I showed up to a family thing and I was like, Hey, and he was like, the women are inside. He actually told me that. In other words, go inside with the women because I'm out here talking about That's awful, stuff. right? Well, yeah. uh, what's her face? It's Don and he Draper's, was from that generation. Don Draper's secretary, Peggy, when she wrote some copy where she came up with an idea for something. Like, oh, look at you. And they want to give her, and it was like, a woman thought of that? And it's like. <laughs> 
What? I love yeah. that that's what stands out to you because that's super important. And I want you to know that the main, the show's creator, Matthew Weiner, said, yes, it's about Don Draper, but this show is also just as much about Peggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get, know that going forward. Yeah. Bring it. Follow us and go like our Facebook page so that way you'll get notifications for new posts and be part of the action all day. You can follow us on Instagram and YouTube also. Um, you can check out on the website our summer tipping guide. You know, you need that. If you're going to be traveling, like if you're in a super, super nice hotel, you can. Mm-hmm. You know you're supposed to leave up to 10 bucks per day for housekeeping. Yeah. If you're at a regular type hotel. You mean where you drive up to the two, door? Right, two bucks a day. On the pillow. Well, and I think I used to think that hotels, hotel tipping was all about the fanciness, and it's it's not. I mean, it, if, whether you're staying at a budget hotel, motel, or whether you're staying at a yeah. fancy, you know, that room gets clean right. too. Yeah. Did yeah. your parents tip when you were a kid? Because mine never did. No, they mm-hmm. didn't, and I don't know why. I don't know a different time or place or yeah. whatever. That's why I felt bad because yeah. for years I'd gone and stayed in hotel rooms and never tipped. Sure. And when somebody you know mentioned it to me, I'm like, oh no, oh. I, I didn't know that. Right. Yeah, not only that, my dad stole the towels. Oh. We had a whole collection of holiday end tiles with the green stripe on them. Wow, that's great. Felt yeah. good about that, did he? Yeah. Do you still have Ouch. that, Sam? No. <laughs> I only steal the ones with no logo. Great. <laughs> okay, jump in anytime. We do love to hear from you. And when we miss your call, uh, we dig into that 24-hour voicemail from 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Hey, good morning. Uh, I think you're talking about tipping. And first off, I want to say that I own a taxi cab. Uh, I'm an independent. I own one taxi cab. And having done this kind of work, I appreciate tips more than I did before. They go a long way. They really make a difference. And now when we tip, my wife has this idea, and it always seems to work, is she does tax times two. And then, of course, rounds it up to the uh, even number. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Thank you for the voicemail. I got well, nice. that, and of course, it depends on you know different you know place jurisdictions. Tax, different different jurisdictions have different taxes, right? So if sure. if it's a ten percent tax and you're doubling that, that then I guess that would be you know close twenty percent. That's yeah. a great idea. And you know the thing about cabs and. I, I'm glad they finally introduced the tipping feature on Uber because it used to be that Lyft was the only one that let you do the tipping. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because when Uber was introduced, it was like, yeah, you don't have to tip. You just, you know, pay and go. But I know based on it, like this last trip Uber that we went on, we had an awesome Uber driver who took us to the airport. Remember, yeah. I mean, he was telling us all about the city. He was very friendly, great guy. When you heard his story, he teaches special needs children mm-hmm. and his teacher is off for the summer and this is how he bridges the gap in salary. I'm like, you know, and I felt obligated to give him a good tip. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Let's know why um, Annabelle Comes Home might be the sleeper hit of the summer. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Well, we know Toy Story 4 is still killing at the at the box office, and it should. There yeah. was a movie that debuted this week that's getting great reviews and making some money because it's uh, what they call a sleeper hit, but it's a horror movie. It's super <laughs> scary. Annabelle Comes Home. Don't your parents keep any creepy stuff around? Uh-huh. We keep it all locked away in a room so that we're safe. It's not really good for anyone to go in there. It's a horror sequel. It's like the se- it's the third in the Annabelle series and then the seventh in the Conjuring series. So it's all connected. If Didn't you look at it, so it looks really like something old that you would have watched that would have stayed with you forever. Mm-hmm. Super scary. And it made almost $4 million just in its preview and opening nights. Huh. 
So uh, I guess believe the hype if you're into horror movies. Annabelle comes home, expected to stay for a while. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, quickly, what's Double Tree Hotels? What are they known for? Uh, the cookies. The cookies. When you check in, you get a warm cookie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just the, uh, that, oh, you just got a cookie for nothing, but it's really good. Yeah. Well, that was their thing. And you know what? I'm glad when Hilton bought Doubletree that they actually kept that tradition. No kidding. Oh, uh, well, they're now going to okay. shoot the cookies into space on the International Space Station. There Are is they? There oh, is yeah. an oven that has been developed for the space station called the Zero G Oven yeah. for baking, for anything that, you know, hot pockets, if you want to bring those to space, cookies, rolls, all that stuff. So. So Doubletree has teamed up with NASA, nice. and they're going to sometime, hopefully this year, shoot up a whole thing of cookie dough, not cooked, raw cookie dough. Oh, really? And they're going to make it in the oven up there to see if they can make, see how the cookies That's turn out. That's super interesting, because baking has a lot to do with rising also air pressure and all that around that'll be interesting yeah that'll yeah. be interesting. well that's why it's what this company that developed the zero zero g oven i'm sure, I'm it sure has, they have that they've taken that, that into consideration right, right. it's not so, like you're sending up an easy bake oven i cannot wait till they do this though to see what the cookies look like or if they taste like well or does it create a, the good smell yeah, well, that's, in, I mean, that's the... You actually smell can you smell cookie? cookies in space? All the headlines I've seen have had that line, you know. Uh, are they gonna, is it going to have cookie smell throughout the space station? Mm. Or will it create a smell at all? I don't know. we got to figure that out in space. Double Tree to celebrate August the 4th, National Chip Cookie Day, says everybody come in and you get a free chocolate chip cookie. You don't even Even if have, you're not staying? Don't even have to be staying there. Winner. Early, uh, earlier, Jody was talking about her cousins going to Korea, which is really cool because they're, you know, there's family that they have over there. They were born and raised you know, as American citizens, but um, their mom was from it, from Seoul, Korea. Yeah, and and so it just it was a, one of those rare family moments and opportunities. And one of the pictures that they took is standing on that glass sky bridge that stands outside of one of the tallest buildings in the world. That's in Seoul. Yeah. And you know we've got the same thing in Chicago, and then in the in the Grand Canyon you have the sky bridge. The yeah. kind of same thing. Yeah. And, and I'm just wondering why is that a thing? Is it just I, because it does, you, does it I make guess. us feel daredevilish? Or yeah. it's just a it's thing. It's a little scare for I you. I don't want to stand on a glass floor, even if it's one foot up. I mean, I'll do roller coasters till the cows come home, but mm-hmm. this yeah. this standing on a glass thing that. I, I can't but, handle that. But it's, it, not, it's not to say that I don't trust the engineering of it. Oh, I, I res- totally it, do. It's quite the engineering marvel, if you ask me. Yeah, that. I'll sure. marvel at it from it, over here. It works, you know. I mean, I, yeah. I, and I'm sure, you know. I wonder what the insurance policy's like on that. <laughs> uh, you know, 120 stories in the year. But I, I, I do think I would have to at least try to push myself to see but if why? I could do it. I don't know if, you, if we you ever did. know that's not for you, why would you do that? I don't know, because it's uh-uh. there. I don't understand. Nope. I don't I, mean, I know you, Murphy. Well, I don't think I, that's for you, and I, that's I would, okay. I'm sure I would chicken out, but I just still would want to at least try to push myself to do it. Chicken. <laughs> Thanks for making this part of your workday, and when the workday is done, or you know, maybe on your lunch break, come hang out with us after the show. Another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast, exclusively online.